0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the silence from Bungie about the Black Armory and the annual pass. I just noticed there was a complete lack of push and marketing and teasers and really anything that we're accustomed to seeing from Bungie. And I wanted to talk about why I think this is going on. A lot of people have been kind of confused ...at the lack of promotion. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv, slash, rage or you can follow me on Twitter, at, sayno2rage. By the way, if you're wanting to take part in our Merry Frickmas competition, check out the Twitter post and the command in chat. You can submit rewrites of Christmas carols that I've selected. There are seven Christmas carols I've selected. Rewrite them with Destiny lyrics, and you might get featured during my Merry Frickmas special so let's get into this discussion and then we'll have Q&A to follow obviously that's been the format for a while I want to give you my theory as to what's going on and I'm going to base this theory off of things that we know factually so I'm going to break this into three parts Activision unhappy annual pass and then my conclusion I'm going to base my theory on what's going on not just sort of based on wild speculation. I'm going to establish things that we know. These are factual things that can be verified and seen. And this isn't like going to be a surprise to anybody. And I want to then move from that to my theory about what exactly is going on, why there's been seemingly a pretty noticeable amount of silence about uh, the annual past content. And so let's just first talk about how you know Activision's unhappy. I want to talk about the the nature of how this happened and and how this may have played a role obviously in what's going on there was a call you know an earnings call where activision made it clear they weren't really pleased with the performance of destiny 2 and sales and obviously this sparked a lot of articles and a lot of you know, people to commentate, and then it sparked Bungie employees to kind of comment and say, Hey, you know, we still really care about the game. We still really want to invest in the game for the community. So there was a bit of a pushback, like not a not an ardent or or you know, ill-spirited pushback, but there was some pushback from Bungie. Uh we don't know the impact of Forsaken yet. I've drawn some parallels. There was a really, really good article written by Jason Schreier, uh, about what happened with Diablo and how Reaper of Souls landed and did a really good job but before they could really sort of prove themselves with the Reaper of Souls DLC, the second DLC for Diablo 3 got cancelled, and that was a bit of a blow to the team that worked on Reaper of Souls, and to a certain extent, it kind of put them in the situation that they're in now. I see similar parallels to what's happening in this situation. Destiny 2 launches, it noticeably doesn't do very well, Activision is not thrilled with how well it did, Forsaken kind of puts things back on the right course, and now we're kind of waiting for the ship to sort of set sail on on better waters but we're already hearing you know hey activision still just isn't very happy with with how things turned out so for me i think we're in a similar situation you almost you almost don't want to make the same mistake that they made with diablo you don't want to have this feeling of well we we did very well with forsaken but we're going to start canceling things or gutting things or moving things and that could hurt the franchise, in my opinion, just because Activision being unhappy can lead to other things. Okay? So let we've established that they're unhappy. Now I want to move on to thinking about the annual pass. Because the long term matters here. Activision's not satisfied, but the truth is the long term is way more important. The long term is way more important. And I and I do think we need to be thinking about that. So let's talk about the annual pass and how. This, we know, from a factual standpoint, this isn't speculation or wild theory, That this is a new attempt for them to monetize drip feed content. When they announced this on that one stream, a lot of people were confused. You know, why would you even talk about that? Why would you even mention this? And I think it's because they just wanted to put it on people's radar. They wanted people to know, we're gonna try a new attempt to monetize drip feed content in a way that we've never done before. And... If you think about the pattern of deliverable with how bungie has done things up to this point it's it has been to a certain extent very very regimented and predictable you get a big deliverable and then you get small ones And it hasn't gone that well. It didn't go well in Destiny One and it didn't go that well in Destiny Two. Curse of Osiris and Warmind. We tend to consume the content very quickly, and then that naturally makes us sort of starve for content. And when you're really hungry or really thirsty, you tend to consume your food and your water very, very quickly, to the point that it can, you know, actually hurt you. But in this respect, Destiny 2 launched and we consumed it at a rapid rate and there wasn't enough there to really sustain it, and then we delivered we got content delivered that just didn't do the job either. So when you think about that pattern, this is a new way forward. This is not what they've done before. And I think this lands very well. This is my opinion, obviously. I think this structure is gonna land very well on the seasons that they do. Every season, there's new stuff. There's new pinnacle things to chase. I did a, I did a video about the three pinnacle weapons. And you know, you have those things to chase. You have those new pursuits. There's the live events and i think this is a better way forward for the content even though even though it's not really been tried and true yet logistically speaking i think it makes more sense i think it makes more spe- make sense the experience of the content to meet demand still hasn't really a- arrived right there's an experiment going on bungie's trying to experiment like how can we meet demand of the player base and deliver a you know a good amount of content on a regular basis you know is it even possible And I would say, I would say that the the, the challenge there is always going to be both setting and then meeting those expectations so that the community feels like what they're getting is both worth it and, and sort of accurate to, you know, the descriptions of what we were told we were getting and how often the content was going to be delivered, how good the content was going to be. This is why I'm kind of confused about the lack of promotion for the annual pass, uh, both the annual pass and uh, the the Black Armory, since the Black Armory is the first deliverable. Now, some people have said, well, maybe it's because you can't buy them separate. They don't really want to promote uh, the Black Armory and have people thinking that they can buy it separately. But again, if that's your entry door to the annual pass, you think there'd be some promotion going on. So now I'm going to conclude and give you my theory about how these two things are related, right? we know for a fact we know for a fact that there is a new deliverable of content style with the annual pass and we know that activision was not satisfied with the performance of destiny 2 so my conclusion is that these two things sort of landed and after activision's call i think heads rolled at bungie i think bungie executives were like listen you guys have got to do everything you can to get this annual pass moving, to get this thing selling. So my theory has been that they pulled the plug on their typical marketing strategy. They typically trickle out the marketing, there's streams, there's trailers, there's teasers. Even yesterday, in my opinion, seemed kind of strange since they were like, here's basically a a, a trailer or a video for a pinnacle weapon and they did all three of them in one day. That's not typical for Bungie. Typical for Bungie is we're going to we're going to drag this out. You know, when they were showing us the exotics and stuff and they were kind of showing us how all that worked. They did like one a day and they kind of drug it out. They didn't do that this time. We haven't really seen or heard anything about the annual pass or the Black Armory since they tacked it on in a ViDoc, or a Vid doc, however you want to say it me it makes more sense to say vid doc since it's a video uh anyway um since they tacked it on to the end of that forsaken video they tacked it on to the end and it was like okay that seems pretty exciting like they they and they didn't show us much they just kind of set the ethos they were like here's what you're going to be doing here's what you're going to be doing in the black armory here's what you're going to be doing in so they didn't even they haven't really promoted any of this content and so for me it just feels it just feels really really odd it feels really, really odd, and I think that's what happened. Activision makes this announcement that, the, you know, Destiny 2 didn't do very well, and I think Bungie said, pull the plug on everything. We got to completely restructure how we market this. We got to comp- completely structure how people perceive the annual pass in the Black Armory, and I think they're going to really, really push both today and the remainder of the week Pre-order bonuses or some type of bonuses. I believe they did the same thing with rise of iron I don't think rise of iron pre-sales were where they wanted them and suddenly there were these like Suros Suros uh, pre-order bonuses that you could get uh, Whenever you pre-ordered the annual pass and it felt super tacked on nobody even knew where to get the the Suros pre-order bonuses A lot of us didn't find out about until like a week later or something. It was really really odd. And I feel like that was a similar scenario where they said, we need to juice the pre-orders at a pre-order bonus. So that to me, I think the direct purchase in the Eververse that they added for old season emotes was a response to the lack of, you know, revenue generation. And they want to, you know, they want to increase that. I think that was a response. And I think they're going to do more of that. I think the Eververse is going to get continually more and more Direct purchase I wouldn't be surprised if they would use my idea and they go with like a uh, An annual pass for the eververse where you subscribe get a book do the book and you get you know guaranteed items I could I could definitely see them doing that as well and Beyond that I think we're gonna see a bunch of pre-order bonuses and things jammed into the annual pass jammed into the black Armory so that people really start pulling the, the trigger and, and ordering and, and getting the annual pass. That's my theory, because I, I, I'm telling you, this does not match the deliverable of marketing, the trickle, the hype, the way they squeeze everything out. People are always like, give us all the information. Not necessarily. They usually trickle out the information. They trickle that information out. They get you really excited. General marketing rules for video games, what they're doing right now doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. They should be putting this content in front of us like crazy to get people to buy. Why aren't they doing it? I think the entire marketing structure and plan got flipped on its head because of the Activision call, and they're going to do everything they can to generate purchases in the next week. So we're going to move to question and answer now. If you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or follow me on Twitter at centerrage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.